What's going on, everybody? Baby, bow. What's going on, everybody? Bow. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Chad Arms, aka Spooky Bobby. Holy Dada. Well, I'm, I'm, uh, I can't follow that. I'm Tony Friday the 14th. And I'm Hot Mike Chance. Hit the cash app. <laughs> it's a common theme with him. I'm Jordan. The we, Viz. We got the Viz back again. Back. He's for back. A, for a special episode today. Halloween. Hey, man. It's getting around that time, boy. Yeah. We're Halloween like two weeks away from Halloween. Yeah, and we're, this is going to be a two-parter. So yep. we spoke to you earlier in the month when we when we kicked off the, the month of October episodes with um, – Halloween themed movies mm-hmm. um, that we were going to do a two part episode breaking down the franchise of Halloween. Yeah. So this is going to be part one. We're going to do, we're going to cover Halloween through curse of Michael Myers part six. Yep. Um, but yeah, man, we brought the, the guy, all, all the guys are here where I'm excited about doing this. We've spoken about this before. Um, it's a big five franchise. years ago now. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but since then three movies have came out or two or three movies have come out since then. And everybody's opinions have, Changed some, yep. maybe not a lot, but yeah, my, 2018 had just come out. It just yeah. dropped, yep. yeah. So there's been two since. Yeah, my um, rankings are different, a uh, little different than than from that video. That's okay. for sure. Yeah, hell yeah. My feelings have changed on some some of the movies in this franchise, and I think we talked about it in that video as well. When it comes to like the, the big fr- well, I want the big franchises when it comes to horror, like Friday Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I guess you could throw Child's Play with it in there. With it. it, I think Friday Thirteenth probably has is solidly the best franchise yeah. with the best movies as a whole out yeah. of this one. Yeah, um, I agree. The majority, I, I do too. I agree too. I will say Friday Thirteenth. They do have the best, the most watchable ones. Yeah, you know, as far as like quality, it's essentially the same movie. Oh yeah, that's no. what I was gonna say. You know it, it doesn't. No. It doesn't stray too no. far away from the get, same movie. Yeah, almost every it's movie. It's like uh, Jason goes to hell. Or something. Yeah, you know what right. I mean. Well, that, then, but yeah. but when it comes to this Halloween franchise, you can see how many different hands have been brought into this franchise and and royally screwed up a good chunk of these movies. Yeah, and because man, it's every two or three movies are like dramatically different. Yeah. yeah, like there's the, the first little set and the second little set. They're all dramatically different. Timelines all over the places. I mean, we ha- this one doesn't abide by the rules that have happened in the other one. That's got its own thing. That have same with the Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, Texas yeah. Chainsaw was insane. Friday Thirteenth at least was. Yeah, we got thirteen movies with I think four different timelines going on. But here. with all that said, Myers is still my favorite. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. As an icon, he's just. He is the him and Jason to me are the horror icons. Yeah, yeah. And I, it, coming from somebody, I, I'm a big Leatherface fan. But yeah, when you think when you think like horror icons, you, the three that you think of is Michael, Jason, Freddy. Yeah, but the the two one A and one B is, is yeah. Michael and Freddy or Michael and Jason. Sorry. Yeah. What about you think? What you think? What? This? <laughs> what about you think? <laughs> hey, what about you think, Ovel? Throw it in there. This, uh, this is my favorite franchise until the recent Scream movies came out. Oh, and that's, then that yeah, took, that's another one then that, that you took, in there with the big uh, But as far as like the old school, you know, mm-hmm. before like 80 horror movies, um, it doesn't get any better than Halloween to me. But I have seen Friday 13th movies probably more. Then yeah. I have Halloween movies. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because there's those 
and we're going to get some in this episode. Four, five, and six are, for me, are just kind of, they're rough. Um, But we can get into it. But before we do that, man, y'all be sure to hit the links up in the description. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the bell for notifications. Also, the link is in the description if you listen to them on audio format. Whether you use Spotify, Apple, Google, whatever it is you use for podcasts, we're there. So you can just click that link and you can choose your, your platform to check it out on. Yeah. Um, shout out Trouble Spirits. Shout out Nixon Pro Media. Shout out Revolution One Media. And shout out to the Natural Disasters holding it down. Right there. Mm. Showing off the muscles. Now off the muscles, baby. Uh, but yeah, man. Let's Halloween get right into it. 1978. The, the first one, the OG, the 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 best horror movie of all time. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I agree. With easy, that. easy, easily the easily. best horror movie of all time with using the least amount of gore in a in a horror movie. Yep. But just the way Carpenter <clears throat> shot the movie, the music, just every aspect of this movie is best just, horror music of all time. Best horror theme mm-hmm. of all time. Yeah, I'll get. I yeah. don't see how it's beatable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, no. It's not. It's just. It's iconic. Any time you hear that those keys, it's just. Which, if you replace the music like with different, just kind of standard movie oh, music, it, it changes. It, it would change ev- it, everything. Yeah. I think it would fall off of the list completely. Like I'd agree with that. Yeah. Without the music, yeah. I think it's, and I think too, Halloween is probably one of the very few where the score is that important. Oh John, yes, John Carpenter, mm-hmm. man. No, for sure, you he's know? the goat. Um, that something about that, like, like he was, like Jordan was just saying, you take that theme out, it's not. I mean, yeah, it's just a. I'm not saying it's just a horror movie, but that's such a huge part. It's just as huge. important as it's, Michael Myers. Is. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a, it's it's a character just like Michael is. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a to, it's a character just well, like just Laurie like Strode. What John Williams did with Jaws and mm-hmm. E. T. Like. Yeah. The, the music is what really, especially Jaws. You yeah. barely see the yeah. shark. Well, you just and, hear it. and uh, it's a very good comparison with Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> but the, you get some similarities with Jaws and Halloween where Michael is in the shadows. And you don't get good, good looks at him, just yeah. like in Jaws, where you don't see the shark, but you see everything that's going around, around it and everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just really good music composition. Yeah, and even the 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 I forget what it's uh, the shape stalks Lori or the shape hunts Lori. Don't yeah don't that one right there. That uh, just the whole score is just. He did some magical stuff with the piano. Yeah, and it's very simplistic, like simple yeah. stuff, but it works. Yeah, and and I think like we were saying a few minutes back, like with it being such a important part to the franchise, it's essentially a lead character in itself. Yeah, the score to Halloween is a lead character, right alongside Michael Myers. I agree because when you see Michael and you either get the the Halloween theme or you get the the mm-hmm. like the one you're talking about. Yep. Yeah, like it's synonymous with with Michael Myers. So like you don't get that really with. I mean, there Freddie. You don't think about like on top off top of your head, it may take you a sec to put together the Freddie. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but you know, with Michael Myers, man, it's 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 one and the same. Well, that's and throughout the, all the movies too, you have some form of okay. that main theme going yeah. on in every movie. It's changed up a little bit here and there throughout the franchise, but it's the same. Yeah, same core yeah. core remixed here. Got to be there. As, and I get over time, you know, changes of some some I liked more than others, but yeah. like I get like, you know, 
kind of switching little things here and there to kind of just revamp it or you know modernize it or whatever you want to say mm-hmm. um but the first one i mean obviously nick castle yep um and of course carpenter written wrote and directed it and did the music um and did it for pretty much nothing mm-hmm. uh, the budget was pretty much nothing though $325,000. Wow. That's crazy. Made $70 million worldwide at the box office. That's insane. Insane. That's a pretty good well, ROI. Yeah. I guess $70, $70 million worldwide. I don't know if that's box office or if that's uh, yeah, still just what that kind made, of turnaround but, yep. is. That's just, that's just people going to the theaters and spending money. That's not all the DVD, Blu-ray sales. The VHS. All the times it's been shown on AMC. AMC or, when you know, like – residual they get from that you know just from the the reruns of it or yeah. deals that it's been i mean dude just that 70 million on a three hundred twenty-five thousand dollars budget insane. that's just theater money yep. it's crazy yeah. it's wild and the, the way that, that that movie was shot like that opening scene with the steady cam and you got that it kind of looks like the one continuous shot yep and then you really you don't know who the killer is nope. until like that, he the walks shot, out of the yep. house and, and you're like, oh man, that's a that's, that's a, kid a kid that did that's that. That's a kid that did that. Yeah, yep. yep. Yeah. But you get you get a little bit of nudity. That's the most nudity you probably see out of a Carpenter movie out of that first. Well, no, you get some nudity in Halloween two, 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 yeah. two. Um, yeah. But the one thing that's forget, it, there's hardly any blood at all yeah. in the which, original, which is what I love so much about it because they John Carpenter does such a good job with this movie. That he he does so much with so little as yeah. far as blood and guts, not a thing, and that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Not a lot. It's in seventy eight because even Texas Chainsaw Part One didn't have a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like the way that Carpenter was able to work that the way he did without having to cave in or or, or take a shorter route. Yeah, because it was all about the vibe and the mood and the setting. And him setting the stage, like, which is what makes it such a. It's why it's the best horror movie ever to me. Yeah, you know. And then you got Donald Pleasance uh, with uh, as Doctor Loomis. Yeah, great uh, character. Great character. Um, he just, especially with Donald Pleasance at that time, he was more of a character. Uh, I don't want to character actor, but more of a like a fancy. He did more fancier roles than a low budget horror movie. Mm-hmm. For three hundred, three hundred twenty thousand dollars, he was by far the biggest actor on that set and everything by mm-hmm. a large margin. Mm-hmm. And he he if it was if you didn't have Loomis in there as well, I think the movie would be slacking as well in the movie. Uh, oh, of course, yeah, he's the. I mean, or having somebody else playing uh, Doctor Loomis. Well, he's besides, the one that gives you all the information that you need to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. Michael and mm-hmm. why you should be so scared of him, and you know. Yeah. He's like the exposition he, character yep. that like keeps the story going. No, he's for sure, and he's the one that you that you rely on to yeah. to make get whoever's you know the main character to save him or to how he's kind of he's kind of like the mean he's kind of like the mean gene of uh of horror movies to me. <laughs> Duh. Duh. <laughs> Shut down. Just drops his head. It gives up. 
Donald Pleasance. <laughs> yeah, Donald Pleasance is a great fucking actor. He's yeah. fun because every now and then he'll say something super epic. And then yeah. there's other times where he's really like off the wall and kind of like kinky and weird. And it's like, yeah, he's yeah. a weird, he's an interesting character. Well, he goes more and more batshit crazy as the movie goes on. Oh, it gets on worse. Yeah, right, time goes so. on. I mean, look what Michael's doing to, the, to him and everybody. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and yeah, in 1978, bro. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis, obviously, yeah. Uh-oh. Um, was this her first role? Her first. It had day? to be up there with her first, because uh, yeah, this, this is all before. This one's got her all train. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, 80s when she did the three, she did the fog, she did terror train, and she did uh, prom night. Prom night, yeah. yeah. And then Halloween two was in eighty one. Yep. Um, but I like I, they said. Of course, they set it up for a sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, I do you think that they filming it that they realized that it would. They knew Take they were going to have a sequel? That they were going to have a sequel? I don't think so. No, because it, so, it was a couple so, of years later. That oh, yeah. The, it was, what, four years? Three, three years, years later. Yeah, well, 81, man. The year. Well, we, you want to get right in uh, part two? Yeah, we'll go run, roll, so roll. Halloween right 2 is 1981, three years later. Um, obviously, John Carpenter, written by John Carpenter, but this one was directed by Rick Rosenthal. Yep. Um, and Dick Warlock come in and play uh, – that Michael played Michael Myers. Myers in this one. Yeah, instead of a bitch ass Tony Moran God. still cashing checks over that. <laughs> he was like Halloween. the worst we, that year. We, uh, He's such a creepo too, bro. At the conventions. Were you anyway. there that year? Mm-mm. No, you weren't. That was the year that you didn't go. That we we sat in for that Halloween panel with yep. Tony Moran. You're talking about somebody collecting a check for virtually nothing, nothing. like two, three seconds of screen time, Sorry. and he thinks he's like the greatest gift of horror movies. That's hmm. crazy. Yeah. He was, he was a drunk, too. He, I think he was drunk at his booth. I'm sure he was. Um, I, probably, yeah. I probably would be if I was him. <laughs> yeah, if I'm having to do that, yeah. I mean, I'm clearly not happy with my life. But going back to Halloween 2, <laughs> fuck Tony Moran. Um, the, the Halloween 2 whole scenario, because Carpenter didn't want – he didn't want it to do part two, right? No, he didn't want mm-hmm. – he wanted to end it on part two. Yeah, he didn't he – didn't, or he wanted to – Ended at part two, but like, I wonder why he didn't direct part two. Uh, that I don't know because he wrote and direct, I mean, yeah. co produced, and did the score. Maybe did all he the might music? have just been busy doing other movies, May, yeah. Because yeah. that, well, that was his yeah. prime time when he was 81, making one. Um, I think Escape from New York was 81, okay. he might just which been was too busy, two. yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, Halloween 2, man, I love Halloween 2, yeah, Halloween 1 More and Halloween, Myers, though. yeah, one, 1 and 2, you can. I have that cut, uh, mm-hmm. uh, that cut where it just seems uh, brings one and two together, and two is great as a sequel. It picks up right where one leads off, and it just, other than Jamie Lee Curtis's hair, it's fucking great. And well, Myers, like they just they're, yeah. they're right off the bat. It's just so obvious. Like well, it, Lori looks different, and Michael looks different. It's frustrating right off the bat. For yeah. Me. Yeah. That's but that, once I'm past that, it's a good movie. That's yeah. one thing about this franchise too is like the mask can can is not can. What's so hard about it? Keep it continuous. Yeah. I guess that's what's so hard about that? Oh, being consistent with the mask. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Lori was wearing a wig. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she yeah. has like blondish reddish hair when mm-hmm. she comes out of the hospital or into the ambulance. Yeah. And then, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I forgot what I was. I went brain dead on mine. Well, what I was going to say was, what a difference three years makes in the sense of the style of horror movies. Even oh though, yeah. Even though uh, Carpenter wrote this part two, this is a lot different than part one in the sense of there was a 
lot more yeah, violent more. kills in this one. Oh yeah, it's especially taken up the, a notch. The, the hot the the hot tub. Like, oh yeah, yep. that one. The boil her, her face is peeling off in the, yeah, the hot tub. Mm-hmm. Just the violence. And, and Dick Warlock was great as Myers in this one. Yeah, I like Dick Warlock, and he's yeah. a little bit shorter than Nick Castle, but he's mm-hmm. a little bit thicker. Um, mm-hmm. The ma- like you said, the mask is off a little bit, but I can, it looks okay. It's yeah. just it's different. I think it's still. I think it's from the same the original mold. Yeah. Um, but it looks just, like he gained a little different. bit of weight. Yeah, yeah. A little the chunkier face. Um, but the, I, my favorite kill is that hot tub one and then the hallway yeah. kill with the nurse where he picks yeah. her up with the scalpel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like a little throwback to the Bob kill in a way. Yeah. Um, I love the, the – you could definitely tell Carpenter is in his synth, synthesizer phase with this one because yeah. you have that original score, but it's amped up a notch with some synthesizers yeah. in it that's and all a, that's that. A, that's when – because the 80s hit. Yeah. 80s hit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then he had to – it's kind of where everything was starting to go, you know. And of course, we speak about it all the time. We talked about the last episode, I think, or one of them about '81 being such a oh, huge yeah. year, which we did a whole episode, which is one of our best episodes. Yeah, our most viewed episode is '81 Harb. Shout out to y'all for checking it out. Um, Another fucked up thing about it, it's like when the, when they go to when I guess Lori gets to the hospital, this kid coming into the hospital with the razor blade where he been into some candy oh, and yep. been yeah. into mm-hmm. the razor blades. I, did y'all ever know anybody that come across like razor blades in their candy as a kid? That was always nope. threatened that, on us. Yeah, yeah. parents. It was a fear candy. that we always had to. We always when we went trick or treating as kids, we always like looked through our candy. Like yeah. my parents like looked through the candy. We never got, did once just to make sure, but needles yeah, we never or anything. Had, in it. Do you think it came from like this? Like this put the fear in people. It may have, or back then, back then too, man. That time frame, I'm sure that happened a lot. You know, just mean ass people. Well, there was a time, I think in the 80s, like up in New York, there was some guy like poisoning like aspirin bottles. Hmm. That was before they started putting the cotton in uh, aspirin bottles and stuff and the protector seals and all that. I hate that. I always wonder why they put cotton in there. The cotton in there is just so annoying because you can barely get your finger in there to get it out. (laughs) You got to peel pieces of it. You got little pieces of it at a time. You're just trying to get an ibuprofen or a goddamn heartburn medicine. And you just got to fucking... Get tweezers. You gotta go find a pair of tweezers. <laughs> you know, fucking cotton. That's so funny. Cotton in medicine bottles. <laughs> so funny, dude. We go from a Halloween franchise to cotton in medicine bottles. Hey, man. That's us, baby. Hell yeah. Over the top. Over the top, baby. But yeah, Halloween too. Love it. Um, yeah. So I found out why John Carpenter didn't want to direct. Let's it. go. He said that he already made the film once and he yeah. didn't want to make it again. Shout okay. out to so yeah, he just he just you got a thing, man. Denied it. Hmm. 81 so like well at that time there wasn't a lot of franchises that had sequels mm-hmm. well for one texas chainsaw hadn't had a sequel yet that was not till Friday 13th part two was getting its sequel that year yeah but that other than that i don't know of a lot of other that's a good point too. franchises that was doing sequels that's true you know franchises, what i mean like wasn't even a thing. no or just yep. yeah just horror movies in general there wasn't probably a lot of horror movie or sequels happening so like that was probably a thought where he was like, "What do you mean? Like I've I've already made it." <laughs> yeah, um, so I get that. Um, but overall, you know, I've always this has always been my second favorite one. Yeah, um, I think it's great. Other and, than poor Ben Tramer, that's all Loomis's fault that he got killed. Oh, right but yeah, by yeah. the car. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The poor guy. <laughs> Dude, he's just walking around trick or treating, and then Loomis thinks he's Myers and yells at him, and then he gets. Plowed over by a police car. Yeah. 
<laughs> and oh, then right after they hit him and like the car explodes and it's like they realize they made a mistake another cop car pulls up like they have to rush across town you know and they just get in the car and yeah. drive off leave, it, leave the scene. it's like and, and fun fact Ben Trainer was, was supposed to go man. on a date with Lori Strode that night <laughs> yeah. no Man, didn't work out too well for, for yeah, poor no, Ben Trey. No Nani that night. <laughs> it was just Probably so extreme. He gets yeah. smashed by the cars, then it explodes. It was a very random thing to write like in a there. Terminator <laughs> scene or something. It didn't but have to turn it, it didn't up. Have to, you could have just almost hit just him. Just some poor little teenage kid. You could have just almost hit him, and then it had been like a minor inconvenience like it was the way y'all treated it anyways. Because <laughs> y'all treated it like you just fucking... You know, he fell down. Yeah. <laughs> Hit a fucking squirrel or something. You're like, oh well, fucking oh, well. Yeah, bigger thing, bigger fish to fry here. We got was on the roof shooting one of his arrows. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> explosion was so big. And he, and it's not like he hit the gas tank of the car or, or the van that he get plow, yeah. uh, that he got hit it into. Just it's like, just where did the explosion come from? It should have just been like you hit him. Right. Mm-hmm. That's but. funny. But that, and Poor then guy. this was supposed to be the end of Michael Myers mm-hmm. with the ending of this movie. Mm-hmm. That's that was the that was the original plan was after Halloween two. That's it. No, that's it. No more Michael Myers. So when when was it spoken about where they were going to do a Halloween sequel each year that had something to do with Halloween but not Michael Myers? Well, it had to be decided in that year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, because, I just didn't know if it was like predetermined or if they were just like, well, do we do it? Maybe not since Carpenter yeah. wasn't involved. Did he, write, did he write? He was no. a write, He was a writer with uh, with uh, Tommy Lee uh, Tom Lee Wallace on this one. Yeah. Oh, for he, Halloween. And he still wrote. He still wrote the second one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He just didn't direct yeah, it. Yeah. He just didn't direct it. But gotcha. he uh, and he was a co-writer for Halloween three. Okay. But I'm not sure where the communication, uh, where the discussion started to go. Okay, we're ending here with Michael Myers. We're just going to put on a yearly Halloween movie, but mm-hmm. just have it. Which of course with the Halloween three was season of the witch, yeah. And still, like franchises weren't like a big thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, right. they're just trying something new. Yeah, he like, just wanted to put out a Halloween themed movie yeah. every year, and it bombed for every single person that watched it. Yeah, yeah. it in the beginning yeah. stages. Like Which, when we were kids, nobody liked it. No, yeah. I, 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 growing up, I never gave it a chance because yeah. it didn't have Michael Myers in it. Yeah. I always knew it didn't have Michael Myers in it, so I was like, eh. yeah, shoo shoo. I, feel, I yeah. feel like for one, like. I get the disdain for Halloween three as part of a the Halloween franchise because Chance doesn't. You're not a fan of Halloween three at all, and I get it. Nope. <laughs> at I all. will say I think this movie is really dope. However, it should have just been called Season of the Witch. Yes, yeah. not connected. Yep. to the yeah. franchise. It at would all. have made like the score in it is so dope. Carpenter kills the score once again. I like the whole vibe of it. I like the whole creepy. I think it's really well made movie. Yeah, I just hate that they and I get what they were trying to do, and clearly they realized this isn't going to work. Let's jump back to yeah. But you get go Halloween three was great. Yeah, go ahead. Tom Atkins in there. You get Adrian. Uh, no, you don't get Adrian Barbo in that one. Uh, what's what's is, I forget what her name is. Uh, the dark haired girl. What's her name? I don't know her name. Um, mm-hmm. But you get Tom Atkins. Tom Atkins is enough. Oh, gee. Um, the mask, the, you got the witch, the pumpkin, and the skeleton mask, yeah. uh, the whole silver shamrock setting. And outside of the the main Halloween theme, this is my favorite score. Yeah. He Chariots got really of creative with this score. Oh, dude, it's so dope. Synth heavy. It, you know, it doesn't even incorporate a lot of the Halloween songs from the first two. It just it's its, it own, does its own thing, and it's awesome. Stacy Nelkin, is that what you're talking about? 
She kind of looks like Jesse Spano. I know that. Yeah. She played Ellie. It has to be. You know? Yeah. She, she comes back. She's one of the robots or whatever. She's like the only female in the movie, isn't she? Yeah. yeah Other than the old lady. As far as the mainstays. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's the whole Stonehenge part of it gets a little goofy. Yeah. I mean, that. the story's kind of just. And the effects whatever. are kind of, kind of, kind of corny. You that know, whole like the, that whole the, bedroom, the uh, like the living room scene where they're testing out the the pumpkin mask on the little boy and the parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I oh, think yeah. I think they should have tied that in to Halloween later on, like the the real Halloween movies mm-hmm. later on, and made it be like uh, something with that that mask. Maybe the creators that, of that mask made the mask Michael's. that Michael's yeah. that Michael had. There was always like something like that, of like that being intertwined and all that yep. stuff, but you never. They never done it. Yeah, they never done it because, of course, you never see the little pat. But that could have been before they started putting like the little silver shamrock uh, on patches on there. Yeah. So, fun fact about this: Halloween three, two and a half million dollar budget. Opening weekend, it did six. It did six point three million, and then it grossed fourteen million total. So what I bet happened is opening weekend, it was like booming. Oh yeah. And then people, it started getting out that it's like Michael Myers isn't in this. What is this? Yeah. And then it still made money. But you got to think in '82, we were, we're way away from the internet being a thing. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't able. So many people were probably still going to see it, and then realizing, well, this doesn't have anything to do with Michael Myers or Loomis or anything. Yeah. Um, but overall, man, I, I think it's a really dope movie. But I totally get why people hate it because it's part of the franchise. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. At all, it doesn't. What do you not like the most about it? I just don't it like the movie. Michael. I just don't like the movie. I think the acting's not that great in yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's that's pretty much the whole franchise. But Michael being in the other movies makes up for yeah, the lack right. of acting. I just, I just not. It's it's more sci-fi feeling. Yeah, I to totally me. get, yeah. totally yeah. get it. Yeah, and totally I, get I'm it. not a big sci-fi fan. Once so. again, it's just the music for me. If the music I think wasn't there, I'd probably never watch it. Do you think it's the of all the Carpenter scores? Do you think it's the one of the best? It's one of my favorites. It's yeah. one of the most unique. Yeah, I love it, bro. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he has so many. I mean, Halloween, The Fog, all of them are, yeah. are good in their own way. But I would have been happy with them ending it at Halloween 2 if that's what they wanted to do, if they wanted to keep going down this path. I don't think we would be sitting here talking about to say that yeah, now, though. I don't think we'd be talking about in Halloween franchises. You'd probably be like, they need to keep yep, making them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then they tease you because they give you a, just a split second. Of yeah. Michael Myers in there. Yeah, they show the commercial, yep. The, yep. the commercial yeah, on for the TV, TV yeah. and everything. But, but yeah, that's all the Myers get. But I, I like Chad said, I get where people the disdain for totally it. Totally, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. But yep. like, and I agree with, totally with what Jordan said. If the music wasn't in this movie, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be a fan of it. Yeah, that's what brought me back yeah. into it. Yeah, because uh, we always talk about how the score is just as important mm-hmm. as. Michael Myers. It's the is. vinyl that I play the most yeah. out of the whole franchise. Yeah. Love it. I've sampled it. Pass the Crown. Yeah, it has Pass a sample in that one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Shout out Viz. He he mixed uh, one of the songs on my number twenty two album. Um, Pass me the Crown and Jordan. Uh, I'll put the link in this episode so y'all can check it out. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got a it's Halloween dope. three sample in it and a Friday the Thirteenth yep. yeah, sample dope. in it. Yeah, shout out to Viz for that fun. one. But, um, Not counting the phantasm sample that yeah, was already yeah. in the beat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, three different ones. Yeah, dude. There's a lot in there, man. Oh, yeah. You, you ought to see, like, the behind, like the, all the stuff that yeah, you I put showed, in Yeah, I showed him the, the, the whole project. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my, my gosh, dude. There's so much stuff in that one song. It's <laughs> freaking insane. Man. Hell, yeah. 
But um, now, now we're getting into man. these next three that we're going to finish this episode out with, four, five, and six, this trilogy. I'm not a fan of this trilogy at all. Me either. Um, you've got Halloween 4, 1988. This is the return of Michael Myers. Yeah. Now, here you got a whole different slew of people. You, it's directed by Dwight Little. Yep. And it's written by Donnie Lipsis, Larry Ratner, and Ben Ruffner. Yeah. John Carpenter is completely away from the franchise now. Yeah. Um, and this is when you get the introduction of... Uh, Jamie. Jamie. Uh, Dan, uh, Danielle Daniel Harris. Harris. Danielle Harris, yeah. Uh, this is this is my favorite storyline. You like this? this is my favorite timeline of all the the thorn, all, the thorn trip. Really? Yep. yep. Interesting. I think that because um, I think it, it it gives them the most the the best description and the best motive for the killings. Okay. Like mm-hmm. you don't really get a motive in any of the other in any of the other timelines. Okay. okay. This one, like, if they would have kept going with Jamie and kept going with uh, the the family, mm-hmm. uh, the family timeline, I think that it would have been a lot better than doing this timeline here and, yeah. and then switching the timelines up all over the place. Because they what they have, because uh, Mike they had him in what like a coma or something like. It's that. like invalid or something, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, they got him in a it's coma. It's like ten years after, because it's obviously in the real time. It's. 10 years because it's 88. Yeah. But in, in the movie form, it's 10 years after as well. Yeah. Yeah. The um, opening the opening of the movie is awesome with the whole fall vibe. You got pumpkins everywhere. You got leaves blowing in around. Yeah. Uh, and then this movie just falls falls hard for me. Uh, That's rough, bro. I think the, ma- the mask is the number one thing that sticks out to me in this movie more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and the shoulder pads. And the shoulder pads that he's wearing. Shoulder pads. You'll see a picture of you. We'll get a good picture of him where he's clearly standing there and his shoulders are up here. And it's just. He's fixing a trial for the Titans. I mean, he pulls the mask. The mask looks like where he gets it from out of a little drugstore mask. It looks terrible. So bad. And you know what's crazy? On IMDb, I'm looking at the budget. $5 million budget. It's the biggest budget yet for yeah. one movies. And it did. Like $6.8 up in the weekend. Total gross was $17 million, so it still made more than three times what they put in it. Yeah. Um, it just, and this is another one that people... The people, return. This, a lot of people like This it. trilogy has a cult following oh, yeah. as well. Yeah, yep. it definitely people does. People love 4, 5, and 6, man, especially 6, which I I'd really like. I like them. Yeah. Every I, time I watch yeah. them, I'm like... I wish they would have, as bad as the mask looks, I wish they would have gone with like the whole bandaged head look for this movie instead. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. that would have been a... Been a cool figure. Yeah, but just that mask, man. And then later on in the movie, when they do the reshoots, you get the blonde hair mask. I mean, like how... How do you sit on the editing room floor and make the decision? (laughs) Like you have that scene... He's got blonde hair. You you gotta think too the the media that you were watching it on. You're watching on one of those little tube, tube TVs, and but you can see the hair color. Yeah, but it, and how is that okay? Like, oh, yep. it's no big deal. And the time period, the movies that were made around that time, like it's. it's but that's still yep. just a simple like decision. Like, no, it doesn't look like him in any other scene. Yep. Why mm-hmm. is that in the final cut? You would think with that kind of budget, they would have been able to. 
straighten that out. But who's the person that went and bought CGI? The mask? I don't. I don't think CGI was very relevant then. If it was even out, the kid shows up with the mask. All right, here we go for the scene. It's like yep. it's blonde. And they're like, sure, run it. No, no big nobody, deal. Nobody no big deal. Let's go yeah. for it. Changes We're hair. good. Yep. No one will notice. Now, yeah. what's her, what's the final girl? That Rachel, I think yeah. is her name. I, I'd like her as a, as a final girl. But, mm. dude, that whole rooftop scene where Michael's like tippy-toeing across the rooftop. Tippy-toeing Michael Myers. <laughs> no, the roof looks like it's made out of plastic. Yeah. And there's a reason. Like I guess that's why he's tippy-toeing across the rooftop. And then he's like tap dancing across like, the yeah. top of it. How was that a $5 million budget? Because this has got like the worst effects and like make like. And you got the townspeople rolling around just shooting random people. Mm-hmm. Just uh, just shooting poor little teenagers in the street. Uh, it's just weird, bro. And all the kills are off off scene. Yeah, they don't uh, show yeah this one well. felt more like the like most made, lighthearted. Like made for franchise. TV. Yeah. yeah. Kind of had a made for TV feel. It was kind of like Leatherface. Yeah. Like yeah. The third check takes a chance, same way. Yeah, Which yeah. that was, I think, 1990, but this was 88. But it's weird that they did, they started doing that. They started out like with hardly no blood. And then the second one, they're like, let's go for it. down yeah. on violence. And then third, of course, they, they it was an offshoot, but. They come back with four, and then they're like not showing. I don't know. It was just yeah. weird. And yeah, it's it's almost like they tried to make it a little bit more family friendly, yeah. just a hair. I think yeah. the the most brutal kill in the whole movie is at the begin when he's in the ambulance at the beginning, and he puts his thumb through the nurse's forehead. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the more, probably the most. Not to mention the highlight is that blonde. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, about? the giggity oh, yeah, blonde. Oh yeah, the blonde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. giggity blonde. Yeah. yeah. And it has. Uh, I didn't realize that uh, the. The main dude in it's from da- is in Dazed and Confused as well. Hmm. He wears the overall. I can't think of what his name is in Dazed and Confused, but oh, oh, tomato. yeah, yeah. So, uh, but and then I think the other uh, one of the other good scenes is when they're all riding in the truck hmm. and everything, and then all of a sudden Michael Myers out of nowhere he's holding on to the tailgate comes up there, and it's and then the ending, that ending, yeah, where. <laughs> Where she runs runs into him in the truck, and you can totally tell that it's a it's dummy. A dummy. It's, it's so arms floppy. Are straight up in the air. Five million dollar budget. This is the biggest budget they had, and it was the worst effects. And it ain't like they had huge actors. They were the most of that budget went to. Where did the money go? It didn't go in. It didn't go Somebody's in the, pocket. Like the costumes. Didn't go in the mask. <laughs> yeah, it didn't go in the mask. It didn't like the shoulder the, pads. And know, what's great, Alan Hall Hallworth did the music for it. Yeah, Hall- he was Worth. always kind of. He was uh, uh, his carpenter. Right hand man. Yeah, because he helped him with Halloween three and two, I believe. No, just Halloween three. Yeah. Yeah. The watching it as a kid, it was a lot better than yes. going back and I watching agree. it mm-hmm. as like I said. Every time I watch adult. it, I want to like it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, and, I think because yeah, it, it catches that whole the, the beginning of it. It just ca- it puts you in the mood for fall Halloween. It puts you in the mood for a Halloween movie. And I I yeah. think Daniel Harris done a great job. In both of these movies, well, I mean, that she, final yeah. scene with her is obviously the thing that stands out the most. Yeah, yeah for sure. She's it's, standing at the top of the steps. Well, and yeah. then I think that's in reading stuff. I think that's where they wanted to go mm-hmm. with five is with with Jamie and mm-hmm. the whole stuff. But then you got you got something totally freaking different in Halloween Five. Wow. You want to get right into it? And roll right into so Halloween. Five. Halloween Five: Revenge of Michael Myers. A year later, nineteen eighty nine. Which I think that's the storyline. So it's like a year after all that yep. stuff happened, and you could definitely tell that they went right in from four into five because it's 
written terribly. Yeah. Uh, and, and this one's directed and written by Dominique Othinen Gerard. Yeah, something like that. Like what? Uh, yeah. I mean, like, where good. the fuck did they come from? Yeah. They didn't have anything to do with part no, four uh, or part I, six. I looked up what else they directed. It's a bunch of nothing. Yeah, and this is another one. Budget on this was five million. It made eleven million total, so it made more than twice. It's even after part four. So like, it's still making money. They're still making. They're doubling their investment even on like part five. Yeah, you know. But part five again was they screwed up so much with this movie. I think. And then with four, like, you know, one of the brighter spots of four is Danielle Harris. Yeah. And then in five, that she's just she's just a mute. She doesn't talk the whole fucking movie. She's a freaking mute. So it's like. And then that's when we get into all like she's talked like the telepathic, and then we get full on crazy Psychic. Loomis. Loomis is yeah, outrageous in, in this one. Yeah, he's, he's so over the top. Shout out to our podcast. <laughs> and this was this big comeback. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's just. And then what ticks me off is like the whole the little two cops that are always together and the little joking yeah. music. Yeah, they that, play. I mean, was like that in the fourth one too? No, it's just the fifth one. Yeah, it's like yeah, the stupid music. It's like cartoon music. <laughs> what are we doing here? Yeah, and the mask. Uh, the mask oh, is another. The mask is so bad. It, comes it hangs down. hangs down in the front. It's not tucked in. The eyes are too big. Yeah, it's the hair just... is weird. Now the kills are way better in this one than than four. You get a, you actually get on camera kills in it, but man, it's just. I think four has the worst kills of the franchise. Yeah, I mean, you don't even see them. Yeah, you, you don't even get to see what's going on. But five, five, it's just all over the fucking place. And then, five is beyond forgettable for me. And yeah. then you get the introduction of the man in black that gets off a freaking bus into the, the town of Haddonfield. <laughs> he gets off a fucking bus. He rides the bus into town. How else was he going to get there? Drive his own fucking car. <laughs> I oh, mean, man. this man gotta, in black. You got to blend in. You got to blend in. Oh, yeah. He's stand dressing out. all black. Was he Johnny Cash wearing a black cowboy hat? He's wearing spurs on his boots when he walks. <laughs> got to blend He's in. blending in. Riding a it's freaking Greyhound bus. Back to the, future three. God, the man in black. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't agree with any of it. It's a good setup. <laughs> what do you like about this one? You like this trilogy? Mm-hmm. It's just uh, the nostalgic factor for me. Yeah. Like, you know, most of these I seen when I was younger. Yeah. And then, like I said, going back and watching them yeah. as as you get older, you notice the stuff like the mask and, yeah. and some of the just the crazy stuff in it, like the the score with the um, with the cops and just yeah, it's yeah. Like, what, why, yep. why do that yeah what, what are you trying to do here yeah are you, are you making a horror comedy out of michael myers now it's like it makes no sense it makes no sense i think they've done a good job continuing the story from four to five and then you know they kept they kept uh they kept that going <laughs> yeah they kept it going. I just don't understand. Like, like I, I keep coming back to the the mask is the most important thing to Michael Myers. No. And how can you fuck that up so bad? I don't know that. It, it was wasn't important to the people creating the movie, which is insane. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't get where that's <laughs> so like easy. The decade I mean, they're, of on, 80s. they're only five. They're only five the movies in. Directly. Yeah. I mean, it's like five million dollars, and you can't get the same. He come, in part uh, one. So hard. I just don't understand. Don Shanks comes out of wardrobe. With that hideous looking mask on, and they're like, "Yeah." They said, "We'll fix it in post. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll shoot around it." It's just, oh man, it's just five was five fell way down my list after mm-hmm. this this new franchise debriefing. 
Yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> legal, the legal podcast. Um, so I guess we'll just go to the next one. So this is part six. This will be the last one we talk about on this episode. The Curse one. of Michael Myers. Curse of Michael Myers, 1995. This one was written by Daniel Farrens and direct and uh, directed by Joe Chappelle. Yeah. Again, no relation writers, to Dave. Chappelle. Different directors. <laughs> For this to be a trilogy, like there's no um, Con- continuous. Yeah, th- continue. That's not a real word. I don't think so, Tony. <laughs> um, I could be wrong. Okay. Continuous. 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 There's no. That's not a real. Word. Yeah, I just totally made that there's up. There's no consistency. I think that's what you was meaning to say. Maybe or. Contend. There's there's a word there. I don't know what it is. <laughs> That's a clip though. Clip it. <laughs> Continuously. Um, but yeah. Word? So this I'm good with words. Why do you not know this? I'm yeah. thinking of it like there's no. Um, is it continuity? That's it. That's, That's it. the word I was looking for. I said continuity. I didn't say it right. <laughs> I meant sounded, to say con- right. continuity. Continuity. Yeah. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, so, um, Thank you, sir. That's the word I was looking <laughs> but, for. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but part six, man, this this one, this is another one, bro. It's ta- the story of this one is insane. It's all it takes place up. six years after. Like, he's after like Jamie and her baby or something. Yeah, and this what what gets me is like in in Halloween Five, Jamie is what. But how old is Jamie in Halloween Five? Like nine years old, maybe yeah, somewhere around she's there. Like 15. So she's so having a baby 15. at fifteen yeah. in Halloween Six. And people always talk about the incest thing. She was artificially inseminated. <laughs> she it wasn't an incest thing. She was artificially. It never came to she, my conclusion. They took a turkey baster, and that's a how she. <laughs> that's how it happened. I'm telling you, that's it, it wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> continuity. It wasn't incest. It was. I never, th- I never thought about how she got pregnant. Yeah, but Mike, it was Michael's baby. But I mean, this yeah, is turned into Jerry Springer. Like, this is that was definitely Jerry Springer. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it was Michael's. It was Michael's baby. And then Danielle Harris didn't want to come back for this movie. And they should have brought her back. It, yeah, and they didn't want to bring her back because she was wanting five. Th- or what I read that it was like five or seven thousand dollars. She's you know she, why? She's coming off at Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like ninety one. But yeah, yeah, I think she wanted like five grand for the role, and they wouldn't pay her. Hmm. Five. Uh, think about that for a second. Yeah, the budget for this movie was five fucking million dollars. Again, all three of them was five million apiece. They didn't want to give her five thousand to come back. Yeah. They should have. Where the fuck did the money go? Paul yeah. Rudd was in this, but, but this, this is Paul Rudd. To that seance. To that seance. So, like, he's not asking for a bag. Yeah. Like, so there's no like, big actors in the movie. No. And this is one that's got such a following, and I don't understand it. It's literally got a cult following yeah. in the movie. Yeah. And, <laughs> like, there's. there's for the movie, it's like that. You know? Yeah, because you have the theoretical version, and then you have the producer's cut that's that adds like eight the, minutes. I think eight that minutes. Make the ending way different. I the, think yeah, the ending they had to do some reshoots because they because uh, of course this is uh, this was uh, Loomis passed away yep. with this movie, mm-hmm. so they brought back some reshoots for the Loomis character mm-hmm. or Pleasant's passed away. Uh, but they had to use a body double instead. That's why you never see in the producer's cut, you never see Loomis's head mm. in the ending of it and everything. Cause the, ki- the kills are way better in this one. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. It's it's yeah. it's amped up a notch. Just uh, the whole cult thing just lost me. It, it that, does. That, the, the man in black. Like getting away from Michael Myers at this point. And then the, the leader of the cult is a doctor, one of Dr. Loomis's yeah. buddies. But it gives you 
It gives you a story to True, it. Might not true. might not be it might not be yeah. a great one because you got he was after Lori because yeah. of that and then after Lori's gone, he goes to uh Lori's seed, which is Jamie, and then he goes to Jamie's seed once she's gone. Yeah. Which is also yeah. his child. You've got it all figured out. These he convoluted does. timelines, man. I yeah, swear. Yeah, but like one, two, four, five, and six. That's that's the timeline. Yeah. And it's all based on family. Anything yeah. that's crazy, too, and about this And a thorn one. tattoo. And constellations. Ain't that what they say in uh, something like that? Yeah, it's, just, it's just too many... You're, it's you're, a bunch of stuff I don't care about. Yeah, it's like yeah. I don't. I'm not watching Halloween movies. Like, and I know you, you, people are going to say, "Well, Power Three wasn't." I get that, but now you've came back and decided where it's about Michael Myers for sure from here on out. Mm-hmm. And then Part Six comes, and it's like, well, it's not about Michael Myers exclusively. It's about this and that and all this other weird cult stuff. I just, I get it though. People, people love this movie though, man. I will it's, say the mask looks better in this one. Out of the out of the minus thorn, the Chris Kattan black hair. <laughs> yeah, and the blue lips. Yeah, he has blue I mean, lips. Minus the black hair and the blue lips. Yeah, <laughs> I thought the blue lips was five. No, no, the blue is lips is six? six. Okay, it's like a light shade of blue lips. Yeah. but the mask does look better. Mm-hmm. I'll give them that because yeah, I think they they, I think they took a mold off the original mask or tried to get a best mold off the original mask. But yes, the hair is. Outrageous as well. It's yeah. Chris Kattan hair. Sprinkles <laughs> out everywhere. It's ridiculous. The, and the thing that's crazy too about this one, the budget was five million and it made fifteen, almost sixteen million dollars. That's crazy. So it's like, all on the title. It's, yeah, it's all yeah, it's, yeah, it's Michael Myers' point, like, money. Yeah. It, exactly. But the thing that's interesting about this is like this is six years after part five. Before it was seventy eight, and then part two was eighty one, and then part three was eighty two, and yeah. then part four was eighty eight, and then 80. but then you've got a a six-year gap again, and you're in the mid '90s now at this point. So, the kills were good in this one. Yeah, um, I don't. I like. I, it was cool how they brought back the Tommy Doyle character mm-hmm. and everything, but it's kind of the story of everything where he's a total creeper watching yeah. women undress across the street. Yeah, through he's a peeping Tom, a yeah. peeping Tommy Doyle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and then the dad is a total douchebag in it. Yeah, yeah. super douche. Um, but I, I didn't really I, watching it again. I didn't put that together that the dad is was the brother of, of yeah the Strode or or something like that. What was it? Yeah, he was. Um, he's Lori's uncle. Lori's uncle. Okay, gotcha. Yep. Just, Just to bring in, and they were living in the in the old Michael Myers house. Yeah, gotcha. So, but yeah, man. I mean, because nobody would buy it. Yeah, nobody. Yeah, who would want to buy it? Yep. Not us at the fly. No. See, a lot, well, a lot of callbacks and just con- continuality. <laughs> what was that word? Continuously. Continuously. He said, said? he said continuality, which yeah. I think is even cooler. <laughs> um, but that's part – this has been part one. We're, you know, we're, I think we're right at 45 minutes. Perfect. Um, this has been the part one of the Halloween franchise, you know, we parts one through six. Um. Y'all let us know in the comments like what y'all thought of these first six films. Where do they kind of sit with you? Do you feel as strongly one way or the other about three as us and Chance do? Because me, Jordan, and Tony are kind of all pro three, and he's uh, anti-three, which I get. And it's kind of the the opposite for the trilogy. Yep. Like, you mm-hmm. like four, five, and six, and we really don't like four, five, and six like that. But 
Y'all just let us know, man, what y'all think. And, this um, next episode is going to get heated. And we'll talk about our complete rankings yeah. at the end of the next yeah. one. At the, yeah, at the end of part two. So, um, again, thank y'all so much for the support, man. Be sure to hit the sponsors up. Trouble Spirits, Nixon Pro Media, Revolution One Media. Shout out to the Natural Disasters. We out this motherfucker. Bow.